back on our podcast gray area and today i'm here with polly and elian and we're going to be talking about christmas because the christmas holiday is coming um we're super excited about it but it comes with a, a few struggles as vegan or you know some perks some benefits we don't know but we're going to talk about it today maybe give you guys some tips answer your guys' questions and yeah we're going to get started so my first question to you is what are your experiences with holiday gatherings as a vegan, Polly? When it comes to specifically to Christmas, uh, when I first became vegan, it was a bit difficult with me because I refused to uh, be with my family on Christmas if they wouldn't eat vegan. So we had a full vegan Christmas, but they did not appreciate it. And then uh, <laughs> later we were having a mixed of food on the table so i was tolerating that and they and i was tolerable so <laughs> and you Elian? wow that's hefty polly you were really <laughs> uh, going in strong weren't you i told uh, you already right. oh that i was a bit radical before yeah so. <laughs> yeah uh, i didn't know it went to this extreme though um no for my first experiences as vegan during christmas was a little bit different uh, from one side of my family they uh, didn't understand so it came with a lot of questions and then still they they understood my answers they just didn't really have have any respect for it uh, as in that they just didn't didn't get it for them a christmas dinner wasn't a christmas dinner without meat on the table so it was always still mixed and from my other side of the family Luckily, the year I went vegan, uh, my aunt and uncle and my nephew also went plant-based, basically. Um, and we always do Christmas at their house. So they made like almost a full vegan Christmas dinner. And then they had some meat for my grandpa and whatever, because, you know, he basically only drinks wine and eats meat. That's basically <laughs> his, his regime. So for me, it was actually uh, quite easy when uh well now just not the first two years because then it's just answering questions all the time mm -hmm. you're lucky any idea um well i can't speak for the last three years but when i was at home i was vegetarian and even then that tells you something it was it was quite it was quite something my parents were okay with being me being vegetarian but they were kind of like you can have your thing but like we're still going to have this on the table so, you know, I took that as an opportunity. I made Gaz Oakley's like butternut squash thing. It was absolutely amazing. And I shocked them and I impressed everybody. And I was like, see, vegan stuff can be good. But when we go to like friend gatherings, it becomes more complicated. I think my parents didn't ask me any questions, but you know, the family friends, they, they ask a lot of questions like, oh, I become vegetarian, how can we do this? But isn't meat this? And meat must be on the table for Christmas. And there's like, constant questions and like you have to keep up with everything and like try to not make the Christmas dinner awkward by telling them the real reason not the real reason but once you get into the ethical territory like the table becomes like an awkward silence <laughs> because everyone's just stuffing their face with you know chicken or turkey or something and I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable so I just kind of just say yeah you know I I stay vegan because of ethical reasons that you know like how to keep it as simple as possible but so far, it doesn't seem like we had terrible experiences. At first, you know, parents or family members, they 
they they need some time to, to adapt to your to your lifestyle and maybe you need time to adapt your communication style yes <laughs> but after some time um yeah i think if your family cares about you and then they're not going to give you much of a hard time after time so one of the things that you can do to make your holiday experience more comfortable for yourself but also for everybody else is to introduce vegan options at the dinner table so you don't have to force your family like Polly did <laughs> to have a fully vegan dinner but you can say hey mom I'm gonna make um, roasted potatoes and I don't know sauteed asparagus or whatever the hell and bring it to the table and that's your peace offering and you have something else to eat and by the way at least I don't know about you guys but in my family dinners we always had like more vegetables than the meat stuff so the meat was just the center thing and everything else around it was like potatoes vegetables salad whatever maybe that is something that you know you can get by with and eat the, the other like side dishes let's put it out there i don't know about you guys maybe you your table was different but mine was like that so i never had to fear uh, especially from my dad's side of the family it was like a real thing that my my grandpa gave a speech and he uh, said like a little line about everyone in the family, uh, sometimes to shame them, sometimes it was funny, uh, but always in a loving way. And then the meat would come on the table and he would cut the first piece and he would divide it, you know, for everyone. So that was like a big thing. So when like almost half of the family said like, oh, we don't eat meat anymore, it was like, well how is it ever going to be fun again because uh, it was his thing you know but then you know he, it wasn't really anything you could do about it and from then on it kind of changed now there is some meat and some fish but then a lot more like roasted potatoes and vegetable dishes that just and salads that go around so I usually just ate a t uh, eat a ton of that and that'll suffice uh, and one thing I always do too when it's a uh one side of the family that's like a smaller group i just uh volunteer to make one of the main dishes so there's at least something i can eat and if your family doesn't allow you to to make that dish so like one dish is fully vegan if you're not allowed to do that i would advise you to like ask your family members if you can make meal for yourself that is vegan and then make it a bigger quantity so people can taste from your meal. Of course, I don't know how Christmas will look like during Corona, so maybe food tasting is not happening this year. But uh, if it's happening, then, you know, if you make larger quantity, everyone can taste and be like, okay, in Slovakia, we have a tradition of having potato mayo salad. So if you have a vegan option that is like very large, they can taste and be like, it tastes the same. My grandma, actually last Christmas when she tasted my salad was like, that's really the same. So if you have like retasting meals, try to make vegan alternatives to it that taste really good. So not when you have a potato mayo salad, don't make uh, just potato salad without the mayo. Like try to add the vegan mayonnaise to it so it really tastes good and people are convinced that vegan food is actually tasty. Absolutely, I think that's a perfect idea. Like sometimes, you just need something that nobody's going to notice. And I think potato salad's a perfect example because in my opinion, mayonnaise, like vegan mayonnaise is a great substitute. Like most people are not really going to notice if it's mixed with like tons of other things. Like no one's really going to notice, especially, I mean, 
just even plain vegan mayo tastes pretty mayo to me. So I think it's fine. But as you guys mentioned, like there might be some emotions on the table at this time. Like you said, and then maybe someone's going to, some of your family members are going to be like, uh, if none of you guys eat meat, how is this going to be fun? I, you know, you might be distressed. You might feel anxious. There's so many emotions that might come into play because now you might be the only person who's vegan and that makes you feel isolated or you don't want to refuse something from your parents that they cooked for so long and put so much effort into, for example. But one of the things that some people um, face, which we noticed in some of your comments on our Instagram page, is that sitting with a family that you care about and then you see that they're eating something that you like fundamentally disagree with, how would you advise someone to navigate this kind of like stress, I would say? What I'm doing personally, and it's a coping mechanism that sounds a bit weird, but I think I already mentioned that during another episode, but I just imagine that what they're eating is vegan, that it just looks too real. And I just lie to myself and just imagine that the table is fully vegan. And uh, it kind of helps. Of course, like somewhere you are aware of the fact that it's the animal uh, on the table, but that might help. And I think that this year especially, and I don't want to sound cheesy, but I think that if you're able to spend Christmas with your family, who family members who care about you, and you are really able to come home and be with them, I think just appreciating the fact that you are with them and not trying to start a fight or argue about food is really important this year because not everyone is as lucky. Yeah, um, I usually don't have that much trouble um, with other people people eating meat at the table uh, from like a personal point of view obviously I'd rather see nobody eat meat because it just disagrees with Mm -hmm. my morals but it doesn't destroy my meal personally what I usually do is just focus on the delicious food I get to eat and whatever on their plate will be on their plate and I just don't really pay attention to it um that usually helps honestly same like with my friends sometimes when we have like dinners and stuff so this doesn't even have to do with holidays i feel like this is a skill when you have dinners with anybody or like have food with other people is that just focus on what you're eating and if you can bring something to the table that everyone can enjoy and i think by doing that you you get joy out of that you know like oh i made something and my my mom likes it great you know at least she had your potato salad she might have had other things but she had your potato salad and maybe she'll make that from now on you never know so i think like you said polly like focus on the you know be gr- grateful for this experience to begin with particularly this year but also focus on what's in front of you like literally in your plate like that's a good, good potato salad with some good green beans sautéed with whatever. That's amazing. Focus on that, you know. Um, but we understand. We've all been there. It hurts. You'd rather have everyone else eat vegan, but we live in a non-vegan world. We have to remind ourselves of that, and every step in the right direction is one that we're all grateful for, I think. Um, so one of the other things that comes into play here, and i put this point up because I think it's something I never even thought of is what would you do if you received a non-vegan gift and I've never received a non-vegan gift actually that's a lie I have but (laughs) I received once something with 
honey from my sister like the first year that I was vegan and what would you do if you received it on for Christmas would you refuse it give it away or keep it and use it and like tell the person thanks for this I'm going to use it but I'm not going to use like buy it myself or please don't buy it for me again because that racks at my brain and makes me anxious <laughs> what would you guys do well it depends on the gifts like if it would be a leather gloves set or something similar i think i would be very very sad and i don't know how i would react if it's just i don't want to say if it's just because of course every animal product or ingredient matters but if it would be a cosmetics or something similar to that i would uh, probably either give it to someone else like as a Christmas gift I know that's not a polite thing to do but or tell the person who gave me the gift to give it to someone else or if, or maybe it really depends on the product I would keep it and, and but I would make sure that it doesn't happen in the future and I would tell the person like hey I love for instance like if you would receive shampoo i would say oh i really love that you bought me this i really really appreciate it do you know that uh, like if you want to make it next year uh, a vegan gift these are the alternatives and this is why i would like like for next year not this situation to occur you know yeah uh, it really depends from whom you get the present. Like, what's the mm -hmm. personal relationship we, we ha you have with them? Can you return a gift? Can you be... I mean, you can always say it, but you also don't want to look ungrateful. Because mm -hmm. um, I don't want to come across that way, you know? Like, oh, those difficult vegans or whatever. Um, so, yeah, the, it makes it always a little bit difficult. Um, sometimes you just don't even know the person that gave you something uh in regards to like a christmas box that you receive from like your company that you work for i had that for example like a lot of things were actually vegan like we had lemonade we had crisps we got hummus and we got um drop which is licorice mm -hmm. uh, which was all vegan it even said on like the licorice package that it didn't contain gelatin so i was like oh that's cool um but then i also got like a chocolate bar and i just took that to work and gave it to someone else like hey I, do you want it um that makes it easy but with friends i would just say thank you for the gesture um appreciate it but like polly said like i think it's important to keep in mind that if your family member is not evil the intention behind the gift was to make you happy and i know it can get super frustrating and and you are thinking like because you are aware of the information just trick just try to keep in mind that some family members have no idea what the word vegan is, even though you explained it several times. And just try to think about that the intention was to make you happy. Yeah, that's a really good reminder. I think that, you know, it's it's a learning curve. It's all learning process, especially if it's in your first three years still, you know, like your family members or your friends might not have caught on as well, you know. Like I said, maybe my sister's listening to this podcast. I'm not bashing you. I love you, by the way. <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember she got me like this brand that we used to have in America that I really liked, past tense, for a long time. And I still like it, of course, but it's literally surrounds around honey. It's called Burt's Bees. It's about honey, but it's cruelty-free, you know? So she was like, oh, it's cruelty-free. I'll buy it for her. She'd love this, which I did, but 
has honey in it. So I was just like, thank you so much for giving it to me. You know, I love Burt's Bees brand, but you know, now that I'm vegan, I don't think I'll be using that kind of stuff anymore, even though it's cruelty free. And from there, she was like, oh, I didn't know there was a difference. Then I not. And then, you know, she learned about it too. And then she caught on. And then, you know, we, we moved on and moved forward. And now she gives me vegan gifts. She even got me a vegan robe for Christmas. Apparently, it's coming to my house. So, you know, that's the first year. And now the third year, she checks all the labels and everything. And I love it. And she's vegan herself too. So that's amazing. <laughs> so the conclusion um, is that it will get better. Like every year, your Christmas, when it comes to veganism, get, will get better. Absolutely. And I, I saw that in some of the, the Instagram comments that it will get better at some point. Yeah. And I think we should all remind each other of that. Just hold on, hold on to all the rope you have. And I promise you at some point, your friends and family are going to be there and support you. And they're going to understand they're going to be on the same wavelength as you. And don't worry, the first year you might get honey cosmetics and the last year you're going to get vegan cruelty-free sustainable packaging <laughs> cosmetics you'll see um so that's that's yeah that's the light in the tunnel um so yeah does it get better absolutely and what i wanted to say earlier is that it's kind of a link with the past episode about the psychology of veganism that there will be social pressure yes yeah you might not muster it inside of you to refuse a gift from someone it might be difficult to say no to your grandma's cake your aunt made you a roast it might be difficult you might have social pressure everyone's sitting there watching you we understand and i think that you will get there and it's something that you also have to work on with with yourself and veganism is a journey it is like you I don't want to be cliche like the youtubers who say that I'm on my journey <laughs> you know it's it's not like that but I mean that in the beginning you will learn those skills and maybe not even in the beginning it might take a year it might take two years but you will learn those skills to be able to to communicate with your family and your friends about um your boundaries as a vegan individual so one of the other things that I we mentioned a little bit before in the podcast was that centerpiece thing the centerpiece of the dinner. Maybe in Dutch families, it's chicken or turkey. I don't know what you guys have as a centerpiece here. In America, it's usually a turkey, a big turkey in the middle. And one of the things that have been coming out recently are um, substitute vegan turkey things. I've never tried them. I have no idea what they taste like. They look kind of cool, but if your family is down for it, go for it because then you can let us know in our DM <laughs> comments if they taste good or not. They kind of look sketchy to me, but you should try them out or check out Gaz Oakley, Pick Up Limes, or so many other like vegan YouTubers that give you ideas of like the main centerpiece. If your family give you the opportunity to make the whole thing yourself, take it and run and do it. <laughs> that's the prime opportunity. I don't know. Have you guys ever made a centerpiece that's vegan before? Yes. The thing is that in Slovakia, the traditional uh, main dish is a fish. And I really tried, like, I've been vegan for more than five years. And every Christmas I really tried to make it really tasty. I failed each year. This year is my last trial to make it good. I found another recipe. And I will let you know in another episode if I failed or not. But the, the making the main dish, I think, is really difficult. But making the side dishes, I'm, I'm sure you can find a great substitute um, recipe online. I really, as Nadia says, I really recommend Avant Garde Vegan. His recipes are 
always delicious. So if you're struggling, I remember one comment that we got is a person needs to bring uh, their own food to the table. To the they have Christmas buffet, and she she said that she's scared that the food won't be tasty. I, I really assure you, if you try avant-garde vegans recipes, it will be delicious. Yeah, for all my Dutchies out there, uh, a real Dutch uh, tradition is gourmetten. Um, it'll be hard to explain to you guys, but it's basically just yeah, baking things on like yeah, little hot ovens on the table, and you can like roast your meat quote unquote or like vegetables so you can even make like little pancakes or whatever so that's really easy because you can make your own uh, meatballs and satays or whatever buy some, buy something from the grocery store meat replacers because there are some real good like hamburgers out there now um so if you're doing that with your family it's pretty easy to replace uh instead of eggs use something else to make the pancake so um you make like a big salad on the side on bread that's vegan with dips or whatever um that'd be that'd be a good idea to maybe if nobody has an idea on what to do just suggest doing that and you'll be uh, very easy off so yeah i remember when i used to go to belgium for summers we had something similar like that little mini oven thing yeah, in yeah. french it's called raclette i don't know what it is in yeah in it's belgium. the same thing almost yeah oh, okay yeah well that's a perfect thing in my opinion because you can just put your vegetables in your own thing and you could even put vegan cheese in your little thingy as well. And that's it. You can have your vegan meats. I've had that. I have one of them at home. And when people do it with me, we have, we can manage to make it all vegan. So that's actually, it's a pretty good idea, actually. Good one. Um, so I'd like to address more of the comments from the people and then we'll wrap it up and send you off on your holidays. And we're going to see you guys after the holidays. Yeah. In January. So some of the comments you guys gave is that, um, it's difficult for me. My family's not open to it, so we can't talk about it. And I feel like we addressed it kind of a little bit earlier in this podcast. But firstly, we're sorry to hear that. That's obviously not the easiest thing to deal with. But um, one of the things you can do is to, like, like we said, make a meal for yourself. Just ask your parents or your family members that you're spending the Christmas holidays with. Hey, I'm just going to make this for me or... Um, can I just take some of the whatever other vegetable things are on the table and that's it? And hopefully over time, you know, you're able to communicate with your family better about those kinds of things. But we're here to support you no matter what. The second comment, um, the Christmas buffet where I need to bring my own food and others don't like it. I think Polly addressed that one. Sometimes we make food that people don't like, but I'm sure that if you make, <laughs> I'm sure that if you make something like potato salad or whatever, People are going to enjoy it and they're going to be grateful and be grateful for the experience. And um, like I said, sometimes people just don't appreciate your food and that's not your fault. So, <laughs> um, And breathe. They will give up at some point. Like we said, <laughs> at some point, maybe they're, you know, your family members are just going to be like, eh, they're not even going to care. You never know. What do you think, Polly? <laughs> I just want to say, because you mentioned the communication about veganism <clears throat> and that some family members are not open to it and that's unfortunate but i think the other side when they are too open to it and they 
kind of are curious about veganism, but you sometimes feel like they're just trying to poke you and make fun of you. That's like the other side of that. And I would advise everyone that spends Christmas with non-vegan family members. The main thing is not to discuss veganism and, and, and animals rights during the dinner when people are eating because there's no chance that they will accept the message because they are currently eating they're currently doing what you would criticize and they will get just defensive and so the smart thing is even if somebody asks you and tries to make fun of you during the dinner to say hey i would really love to talk to you can we do it after the dinner and you know suggest that i'm open to conversation but let's do it when people are not eating good one good one i think that you're never personally you won't get a good a good um first impression from anybody if you talk about it while they're eating their food yeah. so just wait until after they've consumed and digested everything and then discuss it um so one of the other comments was that little has some delicious german vegan christmas sweets good tip thank you uh, lovely commenter i also know that little here in the netherlands and also jumbo and some other places as well they have some vegan sweets and snacks also holland and barrett i think also has some some nice little goodies you can you can try and distribute maybe some little presents to try with your family i don't know but thank you for suggesting that um yeah we talked about the sitting at a non-vegan table and family not wanting to eat vegan for christmas like we said, it can be difficult to sit at a table full of everyone you care about who doesn't quote unquote care about what you feel about it. But like we said, it will get better, I hope, for you. And um, communication is definitely key and um, be effective about it and don't talk to them while they're eating. <laughs> um, celebrating with a giant potlucker makes it all right, which is true. If you're able to bring something and everyone else brings something, then you're definitely going to have something that you can eat. I've done that before. I brought um a, like a american salad to a, a christmas dinner once and i just had that with some rice and other stuff and that was fine if it's a potluck you're in good hands trust me <laughs> um another commenter says this will be my first vegan full vegan christmas oh that's my sister <laughs> uh, yes first vegan christmas you're lucky because not everyone gets a full vegan christmas for their family but if you're able to do it, do it. And if you can make as many items on the table full vegan, then go for it. Love that for you. And also congrats. <laughs> um, yes, also congrats. <laughs> um, so difficult. My family is not too open to it, so we can't talk about it. Yeah, we already discussed that as well. Um, it'll get better. And we're here for you, if not. <laughs> um, yeah, that looks like all the comments, guys um thank you so much for listening we hope that you took something away from this that you can use in this holiday period this year has been incredibly difficult and different from every other year if you're able to go back home and spend it with your family for christmas then spend it well <laughs> and eat good food and eat vegan food and talk about it when people are not eating yeah we hope you gave you some tips to survive <laughs> so thank you all be compassionate be kind and uh, well, we'll see you after New Year. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays.